Good morning, good morning, good morning. Four minutes late, four minutes late. I promise you, I promise you, it's not Melanie Miller's fault and it's not Marie-Pierre Detro's fault. It's me. Uh, Dorothy, like I am so excited. Can you imagine for my business as we're speaking today, it's Happy New Year. Today, 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 what date are we? The 30th, it's officially Melanie Miller 2022 for our Tupperware business. Mm -hmm. This is it. This is it. 2022. And I know, and I know that my results, I'm going to speak in, in me, not we, but me. My results in week one times 2.5 will be the results of January. Okay. Anybody in multi-level marketing, it's the same formula. Our results of sales in week one times 2.5 will give us an idea of our results of January. Okay. And our entire results of January, right, Trish, times 10 will give our organizational results for 2022. It's not magic, multi-level marketing. It is mathematic. Okay. And this is why I'm so excited because we have an incredible promotion. And tonight is our team meetings. And I'm thinking Melanie Miller, Monique, Dorothy, Melissa, Marie-Pierre. How many people in North America and multi-level marketing businesses are doing a meeting tonight? Can I tell you something? Look at me. Look at me. Not many. Not many. There's actual businesses as we speak that are closed for two weeks. And I know, I know, I know we're getting judgment here. They're going, well, you know, you know, but there's always somebody willing to work. There's no need to close down. There's always somebody willing to work, right or right, Jane? Okay, I got to see your head nodding. Of course, of course, there's people looking for work. It's having, you know, synergy, Melanie, <laughs> and saying, okay, if I'm off here, I went on holidays, who can do it in my place? We didn't cancel the podcast because I was on holidays. We, we, we have synergy, so we find somebody that brings added value. And look, today we're the three of us together. I'm so excited, okay? So welcome, everyone, to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. I'm Maria Mariano. In 2022, I'm celebrating 40 years, 40 years in my multi-level marketing business. And it was it seems as if it was yesterday when I was excited about having my first year at a million dollars of sales and we closed off at over $50 million. I swear to you guys, it, it was as if it was yesterday. And I know it's all, it all happens. It's all started to happen in my business, with my marriage, with my children, with habit number six. Understanding synergy was the key the ultimate key to anything I wanted to build big. So what's the definition, once again, if anybody's joining us for the very first time? It is to innovate. It is to problem solve with those that have different point of view. So Monique, you're an incredible leader. You have to look at who are you brainstorming with that is completely different from you. And this is where people have a hard time because usually what they do is they'll end up gravitating to people that think like them. So they'll never have synergy that actually happens or they don't talk with their husbands. Anyways, Melanie Miller will cover more, more um, ideas on, on more examples on that. So, yes, great leaders know how to achieve synergy with their teams, with their families, uh, 
in their community because they have similar goals. They're open-minded about new ideas, you know, like it's two PhD people talking together. You know, you can't tell another PhD person you're wrong. I mean, she does or he does have a PhD, just a different vision of yours. So get excited to learn why he or she has that vision. So open-minded on new ideas. We need to trust each other. You know, me and Melanie, we buck heads. Me and Annie Marchand, we buck heads. Me and Marie-Pierre, we buck heads. This is why they're my friends. I don't want to hang out with people that are always yes or totally dependent all the time. And they cling after me. No, 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 no. We we need to have a Melanie mute yourself on the pod. You can mute yourself. Okay. We have to have respect for one another. We have to have the courage to apologize. Like a lot of times, you know, I make mistakes, and you know, you have to be able to say, Annie, I'm sorry. Um, Marie-Pierre, I'm sorry. Or, you, you know, you have to be able to do that. And you have to aspire to understanding why the person was thinking differently from you. Why are they thinking the way they're thinking? It has to excite you, that difference, and not get you on your nerves, okay? This way, we're always going to work for win-win. So there's four points for me that are absolutely important as I got the podcast ready for, 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 for myself this morning, okay? I must always give uh, importance to opinion of others. That's my number one. My number two takeaway was I need to accept criticism graciously. So if you're going to criticize me, Monique, I have to look at you and say, thank you, Monique for criticizing me because I can only grow with criticism. I can't grow with compliments, okay? Number three, my other takeaway is I've got to listen to other ideas. There's different roads that lead to Rome. I need to know all those roads, how to get to Rome in case there's traffic jam on one, okay? Number four takeaway for me is intentionality on creating positive change. I'm very intentional. Maria, Maria, you need to be intentional. When I say that my mission in 2022 is creating synergy amongst the Anglos, because this is where the 280 million resides, I am intentional about it. And I won't give up because I'm relentless and I'm consistent. And I don't take away anything because there's not enough attendance. Never, 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 never. Um, I'll give the meeting by myself if I have to, but it's not going away. Okay, we need to be relentless and consistent. And my number five takeaway, I need to surround myself continually with people that challenge me. I don't want to get along with you. (laughs) Okay, I want you to challenge me and I will respect you in the challenge. So today we're going to cover negative synergy. Please lean in and take notes. Okay, negative synergy. Now, that part, I leave it up to my astronaut, Marie-Pierre Tetreault, okay? She's got all the right words to absolutely understand how dangerous negative synergy is. And then we'll close off with Melanie Miller, my friend, with a doctorate's degree, 37 years married. Okay, now, but look at the credibility behind this podcast, Melanie Miller. Just absolutely incredible. Three successful children, a successful business, almost $2.5 million, and she's retired, for God's sakes. Okay, so these are the type of people we bring to the platform. So let's begin with the young one, the young and beautiful, Marie-Pierre Tetreault. 
Thank you, Maria. So just before I start with the, the theory about the negative synergy, I want to make sure that everyone shared the podcast this morning. So if you are on Podbean, of course, you want to share everywhere to get hearts because tomorrow it's the draw for the conditioning program. So make sure you get the most heart today so you will have more chance in the draw tomorrow. If you are on Facebook, make sure that when you share the live, always add a comment before your... Um, your post because people will know why they should listen to the podcast this morning so uh, thank you for sharing everywhere because we have that vision of building a thousand millionaire and it will be with your help that we always grow organically because you share the podcast every morning so let's go in the theory of the negative synergy and i want to be really honest with you this morning Yesterday, we were reading it and I didn't understand a thing. <laughs> I was really, it's a lot of words, but I don't understand. So I found this morning a three article that I put together to make sure that you will have to catch one of the, <laughs> the examples with that. So you will really understand the negative synergy. Because yes, negative synergy exists. So if there is a negative synergy, the whole is less than the sum of its parts. So in other words, people can actually accomplish more by working alone rather than working together. So in math, last week we covered the one plus one equals four and five and a thousand, and the one plus one equals 1.5. Today it's the two plus two equal three. So another mathematical that doesn't make sense, but that's what this, this means, the negative synergy. So an easy example is an overly social work team that spend too much time team building and not enough time working. Do you know some people that always work together and they say, oh my God, we have a, a magnificent team building at our work, but the result at the end of the day, Maybe there's not work really done at the end. So that's a good example of negative synergy. Another good example for negative synergy is competition, such as an arm race. So it is the specific way the two parties interact that we get the overall outcome that is a counterproductive and detrimental to all. So negative synergy can be understood as the failure of the parts and injured in the uh, relation to differentiate or integrate. So either, either the parts become too different without integrating, meaning that they are doing very different things and can find no way to interoperate, or vice versa, they become too integrated and similar. And an example of the former might be um, a body of knowledge becoming too specialized without finding ways to interrelate the different domains and the result being fragmentation. But worse than fragmentation, the parts can end up pulling in different counteractive uh, directions, such as in the meeting where the member have different idea while needing to find a common outcome, thus leading to a deadlock and potential conflict. So too much integration between the parts can likewise create a negative synergy as all the parts come to occupy the same state and the full set of possibilities are not explored. So there is a lack of specialization and diversity and 
they are uh, they can be crowding out as all the parts try to occupy the same state or function. So the problem is that the highly dependent people are trying to succeed in an interdependent reality. So they're either dependent on borrowing some strength from position, power, and they go for win-lose. Or they are dependent on being popular with others and they go for lose-win. So yes, you will listen to them and they talk win-win technique, but they don't really uh, want to listen. They want to manipulate. So of course, if they're manipulation, they, there can be synergy in that kind of environment. So insecure people have a high need to clone others, to mold them over into their uh, own thinking. So they don't realize that the very strength of the relationship is in having another point of view. So unity or oneness is com complementariness, not sameness, because sameness is uncreative and boring. So the essence of synergy is to value the differences. So let's go with Milani now with some uh, example in the business, in uh, with uh, your partner and with your family. It is a, a strange concept that, um, that uh, synergy, um, negative synergy and sometimes I feel like it's like false synergy it's like you're pretending to try and get on with people um but actually you're not listening and so <coughs> excuse me um in in Stephen Covey's book he tells the story of a husband and wife and the husband is very uh, left-brained and he wants to have answers, facts, fiction, uh, facts and numbers and, and you know, um, <coughs> details. And then his wife is very right-brained and she is all about feelings and emotions and I don't know, it makes me feel different. And so um, the husband said to Stephen Covey, could you come to lunch with us because I, and, you know, we have a communication problem. And so Stephen Covey was at lunch with them. And, you know, the first thing that the husband um, said to, uh, said, was saying to his wife, okay, so, you know, I know that you think that I could be more sensitive and more caring and everything, but, but give me an example. Tell, tell Stephen an exact example of what it is that I do wrong. And of course the wife says, well, I can't really tell you what it is exactly. It's more of a feeling. He says, well, don't be ridiculous. It can't be just a feeling. Give me one thing that I can show to Stephen that so he will know why I'm not uh, communicating well with you. And anyway, so the conversation continued much on this vein. And at the end of it, um, Stephen's like, well, you know, you guys, there's obviously clearly a, a difference in communication here um, because one is like just wanting the feelings and the other one is just wanting the facts. And I, when we read the story, I, um, I thought, how many families does that happen? 
How many families does it happen that one, the husband and the wife are so different in their ways of operating that unless they're, they have a high emotional bank account, unless they have, um, the, the, the ability to step back and look at a problem together, then there's negative synergy all the time. And you can imagine that when you have in a situation where, where people are, are behaving like that all the time, that it's pretty difficult for them to come to a resolution. And you know, Alan, my husband, we've been married 37 years. Uh, I'm not going to tell you we don't argue. We do. Like we're very, um, we're very different. I tend to back down much faster because I don't want to argue, right? I, I'd rather have the status quo. Um, but we argue. But when we have a situation where um, it's something really important, we are both able to step back. We're both able to look at a problem and to come out with a synergistic solution that is better for both of us. Um, and I, I couldn't think of a specific example, but I can think of a specific example with my kids because with your children, also they are going to have different ways of approaching problems. And I always remember my daughter Susie, she has, she had some very rich friends because she went to a, a private school. And, um, one of her friends, Ariel, she was a beautiful girl. Uh, when she was at our house. But when um, she was away from our house, I know that she was smoking, she she had got into drugs a little bit, um, she would be out late at night, she was wearing inappropriate clothes. And I said to Susie, well, Ariel's got like two personalities. What What's happening here? And she says, actually, mom, she loves coming here. And I said, why? What, what is it? She says, well, when she's with you, she knows her boundaries. So she doesn't try to smoke on the sly or do those things because you actually give her a, an environment where she feels safe. And at home, her mom is so concerned about being her friend that she is not able to put the discipline in place. And in contrast, she had another friend who would come to us and, and would enjoy it. And I said to, to uh, Susie, what about uh, Katrina? And she says, well, mom, Katrina, that's completely different. She says she comes to us for a bit of relief. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, her parents are so strict she can't even move. And so she's internally rebelling against them all the time. Because as parents, we have to be able to be a parent, but to be somebody that our children want to be with, to be able to communicate with our kids all the time. Um, and, you know, so for my children, um, obviously, the, the, you know, I think I've I told everybody before, but my young, my oldest child is uh, transgender. And, you know, if we had not been parents who were able to look at problems from the outside and work together with Violet, that could have been a very negative synergy situation where we might be pretending that we accept her. But in reality, we, we didn't. So it's all, it's always thinking about how you are communicating with people. 
And the last synergistic situation I want to talk to you about is in business. Because in business, that is where you're going to meet lots and lots of different personalities. And as a leader, your responsibility is to draw on each personality, each person's strengths to end up something bigger than the whole. I work a lot with Monique, but Monique and I, we, you know, we butt heads at times because we don't necessarily see things the same way. And so, you know, I enjoy working with Monique because she challenges me to look at things in a different way. And I remember when I first started my professional career and I worked in a pharmaceutical company and we used to have meetings and I hated the meetings. Like I was just like butting heads with people all the time. And uh, what they did was they took us off site to do a, like a character, you know, day or something. And I realized it was like an aha moment to me that people think in different ways. I mean, I was probably about 28 at the time and thought I knew everything and I had a PhD and I was going to take over the world. But you have to realize that everybody has something to give in every situation, but you have to be mature enough to recognize that and realize that you don't have to like everybody, but you have to be able to accept different people's views so that you can work together to come out with a better solution for your business. And uh, that day was a very, very important day for me. And uh, after that, I was so much more able to work synergistically with people in uh, the company. So I think, Maria, that is uh, my stories. Okay, Maria's just uh, having a technical difficulty here. She's going to get herself back on in a moment. Um, okay, so if you were thinking about things in your life, can you think of situations where perhaps you have not had a positive synergy but a negative synergy? Are you good, Maria? I, I, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Negative synergy for me has always happened when I uh, rally up with people that think like me. That has always had a negative synergy. And I, I can recall like dozens and dozens of times um, with my husband. Okay, negative synergy is where I just compromise. And a lot of times we use the words, I choose my battles. Well, that's called compromising. It's not looking at a situation. I love. St I'll use Stephen Covey's example. They want to go fishing, right? With with the kids for the week they have off. The wife wants to go see her mother that's ill. Compromise is what I've done in the past, where you know you just go fishing with your husband and make them happy, but then you you know you're sad all all the entire week that you're on holidays. Or the husband compromises and goes and sees your mother, but then you have your, your, you know, your two kids, your three kids, and your husband that are moping for the whole freaking week because they're climbing the walls or bored. Okay, I've done that. that. That's, I've done that. And in my life, I say, well, you know, somebody's got to compromise. No, you see, what Stephen is saying is that the, 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 the objective here is having an extraordinary week of holidays, right, Melanie Miller? And yeah. I've done that with my husband. And instead of having compromise, what we should have done is 
meet a halfway point where he can go skiing while I go see my mother and meet up at the chalet right next to my mom. So, you see, this is true love. This is what synergistic relationships are about. And of course, I've had negative things like that where I, I seek to be liked by my peers. So instead of, you know, having Monique, leading Monique, I, I wanted Monique's approval as my director. Oh, Maria's so nice. Maria's so good. My Maria's so wonderful. Very negative synergy. Very negative. Because the day Monique stopped saying I was great and I, she loved me, then I would go in my corner and cry by myself, you know, and I can go on and on. So, and basically the, the conclusion, I said, Melon, let me, let me do the conclusion. Let me do the conclusion. I love doing this conclusion. Synergy is making love. Ah, Doris Day, Monique. <laughs> it had to come back to the SEX, right? Melanie says, I'm not doing that close. I said, let me do it. It's making love. What's making love? Making love is you have a man, you have a woman, one plus one equals three, a child. And that's the way synergy works. So me plus Melanie Miller and Marie-Pierre, synergistic relationship, we're so different. We butt heads, but it gives, it gives 50 million. 50 million is not accomplished by hanging out with people that think like me. You know, if I hang out with people that think like me, we don't make love. And one plus one will never give three. Who wants one plus one equals three? Okay. So please be with us tomorrow. Tomorrow we're going to be talking about how to value different people and create energy. Who wants to know how to work with different people and have synergy? This is what it's about. So welcome everyone to 2022. I am so excited. And one last thing I want to tell you, I'm going to repeat it again tomorrow. Make sure that on the 31st, after you said cheers and you say happy new year, you want to have synergy in 2022, create ahead of time your end in mind. If you start January 1st and you don't have clarity of where you see your entire 2022 going, what's going to happen, you're going to be like the leaf in the wind. If the wind blows north, you kind of wobble to the north. If the wind blows east, you kind of wobble to the east. I don't want to be a leaf. I want to be the tree, grounded. And I decide where I go in 2022. Anybody else with me here? Okay, so get ready. Don't miss. I know it's a podcast, but I'm going to say, don't miss your team meetings tonight. There you go. <laughs> Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for being with us. <laughs>